When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Kimmy Culp, the host of All the Wiser and A Little Wiser, and I'm here with my producer, Erica. Hey, Erica. Hey, Kimmy. So today we're going to talk about something that you and I are both fascinated about, which is locked-in syndrome. And last week we shared a conversation with the young uh incredible Victoria Arlen, who spent essentially four years in a coma, two of which she was awake and locked in her body. So we've dug in to learn more about this. It's fascinating. Terrifying, really. Oh, terrifying. (laughs) I think the reason I'm so obsessed, Erica, is because that's kind of my fear. I'm claustrophobic. Like my heart races in elevators. Like if I think the door is locked, it always has been. Um, It's really interesting because I speak publicly and have done so in front of thousands of people and people are like, how in the world can you public speak? And I'm like, well, I can't ride in an elevator, but I can't. (laughs) I the notion of being trapped in your body, and she used the the um, example of that moment where her nose, she wanted to scratch her nose, and it scratched. Oh the itch was so bad, and she couldn't she couldn't obviously communicate with her body or anyone in the room. Um, so yeah, and I think that you know distinction because there's a little bit or maybe a lot of confusion between a coma and locked in syndrome is that in a coma there's a complete absence of wakefulness. So you're essentially asleep, no sleep wake cycle. And with locked in syndrome, there's awareness, there's wakefulness within the soul, if you will. And with Victoria, she experienced both. Um, And the locked in, the awakeness of her body came literally with the blink of an eye and the back of an ambulance being transferred from her home back to the hospital for treatment. So yeah, I mean, what stuck out to you? Well, just the moment where she is in the hospital, her mom is there, and the doctors just insisting that there's absolutely no hope that they should really prepare that Victoria was going to die, and that her mom's crying at the very brusque and insensitive way that the doctor communicated that information, which we could talk about on a whole nother episode, and not being able to comfort the person who is caring for you and not being able to communicate that you are still 
there and that you're still fighting. I mean, I was, I just really felt like I was in the room with her at that moment. And I could just imagine the frustration of not being able to communicate and comfort her mom. She really did so vividly paint that moment of her mother's just the, that deep moan of grief and anger and just seeing her mom in that immense pain and wanting to say, I'm here, I'm alive, don't. And, oh, oh. Well, that's the thing with locked-in syndrome that I didn't realize. And and when we were doing some research about it, it is incredibly difficult to diagnose. And you would think that there would be a way to know, um, you know, through brainwave activity or whatnot. But this can, a person can be locked in for, you know, months, even years before anyone realizes what's actually happening. And then one way, there are people who have eye movement and um, there's that insane example of the journalist in France who had locked-in syndrome and awoke um, and was able to communicate with one of his eyes. And with his eye, he typed one letter at a time, his memoir about being trapped in his body, which was then turned into a feature film, The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, which I now want to see. And three days after he had published his memoir, he died. So there are instances where they do know and there is communication. And we have interviewed Steve Gleason, who spoke to us with his eyes. So we understand a lot about that. But that was not Victoria's case. But one of the things I thought was was really interesting about Victoria was if it was me and I spent four years in a coma and came out of it, my instinct because of my fears and phobias or whatever you want to call them would be I would prefer to be in a coma versus a locked in body. Oh, Um, hell yeah. No doubt. Because of that. But how she was able to reintegrate into life, she said she's so like deeply absorbed everything around her because of her stillness. And through hearing her brothers do her homework, having her parents read to her, having that have watched the news, having her listen to all of the medical dialogue around her body, that she had just absorbed everything. I mean, she went back 11, she comes back at 15 and says, I refuse to miss a grade. I will graduate with my brothers. You give me one semester and I will prove to you that I'm capable and ready. And had she been in a true coma, she would have lost four years of knowledge and education. So I think it's interesting because I would have said, oh, no, just lock me in. Um, But that awakeness and awareness really propelled her to uh, kind of engage um, and get back to, to her life, I think, in a much quicker way than had she had lost all that time. Yes, absolutely. And and we can't understate the importance uh, and the significance that she had this incredible family. Oh my I gosh. Mean, They're like has insane. <laughs> the most incredible family. I mean, the, the story about how her brother would say, you know, oh, tuck Victoria's socks into her pajama pants. That's how she likes it. I mean, this this girl was loved up and down and cared for like 
she was just, you know, a regular functioning member of the family. Yeah. I mean, it was this family and the level of patience. I mean, like I'm like snapping at people over them losing one of their Crocs and I'm like, (laughs) you lost it again. (laughs) Meanwhile, like, oh, the patience and the love and the gentleness and the care, which is what saved her life. I mean, that's what the story was about, was a different family. She, she would not, um, be here. And then the other thing that I think is really interesting about Victoria is that, um, we talked at the end about the burden to some extent of her recovery and how public it is because these families reach out to her who have a loved one or a child who's in a vegetative state and they find hope in her. And it is so rare. I mean, that she would go from four years in a in a coma and full mobility. I mean, mm-hmm. become a competitive athlete and dancing with the stars. She's a correspondent for ESPN. I mean, a very accomplished young woman. I remember, I think she said that she's the only one that she knows of who has recovered from her type of condition. Yeah. And, and so these families call her and she talked about, they want her to give them hope. And I think she knows statistically, she doesn't want to provide a hope that you know, maybe isn't going to come to fruition or pr- provide a false expectation. Um, so she said she's have to be really careful with that communication and thoughtful mm-hmm. with all of these families because it sounds like people are just constantly reaching out. I thought she was also really wonderful at the end of the interview of not tying up her story in a big red bow for us mm-hmm. and just saying, you know, it's still a process and it's still painful and finding her identity outside of this piece of her life, because when people talk about her, this is always the starting point and who she can, you know, go on to be. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it was, um, she's really, really something special. And not, and to your point, when you are such a, an inspiration to so many people and people are looking at you as, you know, the superhero and getting advice from you. And then she says, you know, what happens when I, I make a misstep or I, I do something that people don't agree with. Then she, she hears about it tenfold. And, you know, she said one minute they love you. And then the next minute they don't like you. And so she doesn't, she tries her best not to listen to any outside noise. I agree. Speaking of outside noise, hello to Paco. I know. (laughs) I'm sorry, little Paco. Yeah. So I think we, if you have not listened to Victoria, it's, it's beautiful. Absolutely worth your time. So go back and listen. And I'm also going to link to the diving bell and the butterfly in the show notes, both the book and the film, because I'm just intrigued. Um, to learn more about being locked in your body and and what you can learn about yourself in the world from that deeply unique experience. Yes. And thank you to friend of the show, Lorelai, for pointing out the diving bell and the butterfly to me immediately um, because I completely forgot about that movie and it is absolutely worth going back and watching. Okay. So everyone go watch that. Thank you guys for showing up. We hope you are enjoying your summer in spite of everything that is happening in the world. And as always, are incredibly grateful to you for making the time to listen. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. 
toodles. <laughs> ew. <laughs> totally ew. Okay. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.